Welcome to A Journey of Transformation Empowerment. You're listening to Antonio T. Smith Jr. Where ideas ignite, change, and possibilities are endless. Before we dive into today's episode, we have something special for our listeners. Today's podcast is brought to you by a groundbreaking book that's reshaping the conversation around Black economic empowerment. It's Resegregation, Volume 1, The Power Matrix, a master plan for Black group economics with wealth creation, authored by visionary Antonio T. Smith, Jr., Antonio isn't just an author. He's a former top-secret combat special operations intelligence sergeant turned millionaire. His life work championed the economic autonomy and wealth creation within black communities. In this seminal work, dedicated to teachings of Dr. Claude Anderson, Antonio outlines a comprehensive blueprint covering critical sectors like finance, technology, manufacturing, and more. He blends military discipline with acute understanding of systematic disparity. This isn't just a book. It's a movement. A call to action to create lasting wealth and reshaping the economic narrative. Antonio's vision is clear. Drive a significant shift toward black ownership and control. Listeners, if you've ever wondered about innovative strategies for wealth creation or how technological transformation can uplift the black communities, then this book is for you. Join Antonio Smith Jr. on the transformative journey. Pick up your copy of The Resegregation Volume 1, The Power Matrix today and be a part of the reshaping future. Now, let's dive into the episode and explore the possibilities that await us. The power of the P. Principal P's to a productive, prosperous, and purposeful life. Principle P of perseverance. The power of perseverance or persistence in the face of adversity is so important because despite the difficulties, despite the failures, despite the oppositions, you continue to persevere to achieve the goals, the success that you desire for your life. If you wanna be productive, prosperous, and purposeful, these won't come to you if you give up. Perseverance is never giving up even when things get tough. The only guarantee that you won't succeed and it will never happen is when you give up. Giving up is the guarantee that you will never achieve the dreams that you desire. I think about people and I think about people that give up so easily on things. And I wonder what will they ever achieve in life 
if they give up so easily on everything that happens. So there are so many people in this world that have become successful and achieved their goals, but they have so many obstacles that have gotten in their way. Most of the celebrities that you know, past and present, had to overcome life. Like when I say life, they just had life that wasn't setting them up for the success that they did achieve. They had to push past all of the stumbling blocks that they had faced, the many doors that were closed in their faces, the many rejections that they received. I did not count the number of no's that every famous person has heard before they became famous. See, sometimes we just see the end results and we just see the fame, but we really don't know what all they had to go through in order to get there. And not just the celebrities. What about business owners, inventors, authors? Do you know how many times an inventor has to fail at their invention before the invention actually works? I mean, think about it. In order for you to create something new, you have to go through all those stages where it doesn't work before it actually works. Hmm. It takes multiple failures and only one time for it to work. In order to get a book published, an author must hear how many times that they're not good enough, that this book isn't for everybody. An author only needs one person to say, yes, it is. It only takes one yes, no matter how many no's you receive. How many no's can you hear before you will stop pursuing your dreams? Do you have a number? Or is the answer until you hear a yes? Because if your answer isn't until you hear a yes, then that means that there's a certain amount of no's that you have to take before you'll stop. And if you stop at that no, chances are that next one would have been a yes. That's just what I always tell myself. I remember teaching a lesson to the students, and this was about never giving up. And during this lesson, I gave them 12 famous people and 12 failures. They had to match the person to the failure. Every class would be shocked at how many backstories had people that failed and that they only saw the success. One of the famous authors, including J.K. Rowling, many students knew her from her fame with Harry Potter, but they had no idea that before her fame, she lived on government assistance as a single mom. She fought through poverty and depression after her divorce. It was only <laughs> on a delayed train that she discovered the idea of Harry Potter. And I paused because in the other principle, I talked about divine delays and how a delay does not mean that it's not gonna happen. She was on a train that got delayed when she discovered the idea of Harry Potter. But it wasn't until seven years later when it actually became a book. And even then the book was rejected by up to 12 publishers. And as I told her story to the class, I kept asking them, how many no's could you have taken? J.K. Rowling is a great example of perseverance, but she's not alone. I gave another example. This example, a lot of my students could 
relate to and they were familiar with. Lionel Messi. Everyone in class knew who he was. They knew him as a famous soccer player that had won many championships and he was one of the highest paid athletes in the world. But they did not know that at the age of 11, he was diagnosed with a growth hormone deficiency that caused extreme medical expenses. And he had to undergo treatments at such a young age. Messi did not let his health deter him from his dreams. And when I told them that he had got cut from one of his childhood soccer teams, they were like, oh my gosh, seriously? Yes. He had to overcome rejection. He had to overcome medical issues. He had to overcome these obstacles and he did not give up. He persevered to become the person he is today. Oprah Winfrey, famous talk show host, TV network owner, actress, magazine and book creator, multi-billionaire, motivational speaker, all of these titles that I just said about Oprah. I said this to the class and they were like, oh, wow, she is, you know, high class. Yes, but did they know the obstacles that she had to overcome and the adversity in her life? We know her for what she is now, but she was fired from her job as a news anchor because they did not like her look. Guess what? Instead of giving up, she found a different avenue to pursue her purpose. She created her personal brand of O and persevered to become one of the most prominent personalities in the world. And then when I told them about Steve Jobs, they almost lost their minds, like continuously asking, how can you fire the co-founder? They all know him from his innovation of iPhones and iPads. But yes, Steve Jobs, co-founder and creator of Apple products, multimillionaire, was dismissed from his position at Apple in 1985. And I always ask, how do you get fired from a company that you helped create? He took his wealth of knowledge and innovation and started a different company until Apple came calling him back. He persevered even when the people he helped become who they were did not see his innovative vision. And I could not leave out the ever so popular Michael Jordan, famous NBA basketball player, led his Chicago Bulls to six championships and the creator of the Jordan brand, which they all knew. When I told them, I said, y'all know he was rejected from his high school basketball team because they said he wasn't good enough. They were like, nah, Michael Jordan, that no, of course. I was like, yes. He did not let the rejection stop him from pursuing his basketball career. He practiced longer and harder. He got stronger and smarter, and he never gave up. Pursuing through the pain, the trauma, and the heartache as he grew, his brand grew bigger and better. He did not let what one person told him stop him. What about you? What dreams, visions, and goals do you have for your life that you've been told no to? Did you hear the one no and believe them? 
Did you sit your dreams on the shelf because you couldn't see past the person that laughed at your dreams? Well, it's time to pick them back up. When someone says no, ask them how it could be improved in their opinion. And again, this is someone's opinion. It doesn't make it facts. If it's a business idea, listen to the suggestions. If they line up with your goals, make the adjustments. If you're not as skilled in what you're trying to be, work on improving your skills. Don't just take the no and not work to improve. Perseverance is about continuing to put forth the effort to obtain your goals. The saying yes is not always going to come right away. When the tough get going, the going gets tough. So you cannot expect there to be no resistance. It's like driving a car. As long as the car is sitting still, there's nothing pushing against it. But once it gets going, you have the wind and sometimes the rain and the roadblocks that can cause you to have to detour. The going may get tough, but if you remain tough while on your road to success, you will get to your destination. Imagine yourself in a pool. When you first enter that pool, it's shallow and calm. That's if you get in on the shallow end. You know, don't just jump and dive into the deep end. When you enter the pool, it's shallow. It's calm. If you just sit still near the steps, the chances of drowning are slimmer. You know, you can still drown, but it's a little slimmer. It is when you decide you want to make it to the other side of the pool instead of just sitting on the steps. As you stand, you begin to see some ripples in the water. Those ripples become more and more, but you can still feel the ground. The first few steps you take create bigger and more frequent ripples. That's just like life. When you start moving in a new direction, it may create some ripples. This may cause your legs to have to work a little harder because now you have the resistance of the water pressing against you. But you are okay because you can still feel the ground. You stop for a moment and you take a look back. You have the choice to return to the steps from where you started or continue towards your goal to reach the other side. Now, it would be much easier to return to where you came from. It was much safer there, but you will never get to your destination if you turn around now. So you continue to take a few more steps. Now the pool is getting deeper and you're getting further away from your comfort zone. You begin to experience stronger waves pushing against your body and your body is becoming more submerged in the water, just like life. You are closer to reaching your goals, but your legs are going to have to work a lot harder to push through. Now, all of the doubts start to flood your mind. You have taken this risk. Would you make it? Would you drown? Should you take these next steps or should you turn around? The decisions to make while you're in the midst of the struggle, but you aren't 
even struggling yet. You can still touch the ground and you can see the end of the pool ahead. You decide to persevere because you know that getting to the other side will give you the joy you truly want and the feeling of accomplishing your goals. So you take a few more steps. Now you, your head is barely above the water and you know how you tiptoe trying to stay above water. You are now succumbing to the pressures of the waves and the resistance of the power of the water. Your legs struggle to move. You feel the bottom of the pool and you push your body back and forward. You are back above water temporarily. You go back under. You feel the ground and you push your body back up. As you continue to go through this process a couple more times, you realize you are closer than you thought. All you have to do is push yourself up one more time, reach your arms out, and you will make it. This is what persevering feels like. You take the chance to pursue your dreams. It may start off as a shallow thought and emerge into a space that you've never journeyed to before. You keep going, knowing that you will make it to the other side. You keep pushing yourself up when the people you thought would support you don't. You keep pushing yourself up when the doors are closed in your face. You keep pushing yourself up and you keep your eyes on the prize for what you know is yours and you know you deserve. You keep pushing because most of the time you are closer than you know. Many times people give up and turn around right before their breakthrough. They get tired. They get weary. There is power in persevering. And this is when your persevering needs to kick in. When you keep going, even though you're tired, you will get tired of the rejections. You will get tired of continually pushing. You may need to take a pause. But taking a pause does not make it a period. Only the strong survive is such a true statement. Because if you are weak, you will give up as soon as the first wave hits. Weak people cannot sustain the pressures of life. When you go after your dreams, you must be strong in your beliefs, strong in your desire, and strong in your determination. The most successful people had to be strong in pushing past the noise that would tell them to give up. If you believe it, you can achieve it, and that is not just a cliche. The problem with the saying is that people believe it, they try, they fail, they quit, so then they say it's not true. How do you succeed unless you fail? How do you get stronger unless you add more weight to build your muscles? How do you build endurance unless you are tested? I can attest to this. Perseverance is something that I have learned to master throughout these years. Whatever goal or dream I set my mind to achieve, when I truly go after it, I achieve it even after being tested. I remember going through some of the most trying times in my life. In 2022, it was a beast. This is when I was tested in almost every way possible. From the beginning of the year to the end of the year. Starting in January, I had decided that I would transition careers and step into the motivational arena. That's when I went to the doctor and got that result that 
flipped my world upside down. When the doctor came back and told me that my lab results were abnormal, they showed that my blood count was 6% and the normal count was between 12 to 13%. I was living on a half a tank of blood. She insisted that I immediately take action before further damaging my body. I had become anemic because of the low blood count, causing my iron levels to be low. I was functioning on a 2% iron saturation, meaning that my energy was depleted. Normal iron levels were 35 to 45%, and I was at 2 now, how was I supposed to be a motivational speaker traveling the world when my body was falling apart? And in February, that's when I fell into the state of depression. I was in constant pain, still losing blood, not knowing where the blood was going, feeling weaker as the days progressed. I could tell I was dying physically, emotionally, mentally, and socially. The doctor scheduled me to see a hepatologist who is a blood doctor. This doctor then scheduled me to have blood transfusions in March. And it all began. The constant doctor visions being poked and prodded. I believe I was stuck with so many needles during this time. I could not see a needle for the rest of my life and I'd be happy. So I got the transfusion in March and then to the next test because the blood was not holding I was still losing blood on a constant basis. Next to the oncologist, this is the cancer doctor. He scheduled appointments to check my stomach, my colon, and every internal organ to see if they were the cause. So more tests, more labs, more appointments, more money. The medical expenses were stacking up and I really learned how insurance worked that year. I was paying out of pocket even though I had insurance. I have now maxed out my credit cards on just trying to find out what was wrong with me. I wanted to give up. I wanted to say, screw it, just let me die. But my purpose in this world is bigger than my emotions. I wanted to live for my daughter because I had mentioned she was in her senior year of high school. I couldn't die and leave her all alone. So I persevered. April came and the world seemed to be crumbling around me, but my daughter's 18th birthday, two proms, college visits. I was still weak. I was losing blood in and out of doctor's appointments. I had to be strong for her and not let my struggles affect her dreams and her goals. Needless to say, it was a very busy month. That month of April, 2022, the first week she had dance shows that I wanted to show up for because she was a dancer, senior pictures to pay for, 18th birthday celebrations. At the end of the month, she had her prom to attend on that Friday, her boyfriend's prom to attend on that Saturday. Then that next day, we boarded a plane that Sunday for Atlanta to attend college visits that were planned by the school. And as soon as I returned, I had urology tests for the bladder and the kidneys. I believe they tested every organ in my body and this is when they decided I needed to have surgery. Since they could not find any other places in my body that was losing blood, they finally came to the results that 
the massive uterine fibroids that had been causing me so much pain and trouble had to come out. Now, they also determined that the uterine fibroids were too big that they couldn't do the regular little laser surgery. They had to cut me open. This was one of the toughest decisions to make, undergo a major surgery that would take me away from living life, that would take my womanhood, or continue to suffer in pain and die slowly each day. I made the decision to undergo the surgery. Another obstacle in life that would spend my life in a whirlwind. They wanted to schedule it for May. Do you remember I told you that my daughter was a senior? This was the month of my daughter's graduation. I was upset. I was confused. I didn't know what to do. They wanted to schedule it the first week of May, and I prayed that I would be able to attend her graduation the last week of May. I got a call, and it had been postponed till because they didn't have everything they needed in order to do the surgery. This is when I decided, not me, but them, I had to do IV iron infusions into my blood because the surgery was put off. I had to visit the clinics every other day and sit with an IV embedded in my arms for hours as the iron was pumped into my veins. Surrounded by patients with cancer and other medical issues, I began to feel down and think about my life on a different level. I had been complaining and acting like life was over every time I stepped foot into that building. But this day, as I looked around the room, I could see others sitting in the other chairs. Many of them had it worse than me, some getting chemotherapy, some getting dialysis, and I'm getting some iron for my energy. I felt a sense of shame. Shame for my thoughts that had caused me to doubt whether life was worth living. As I thought about the perspective I had on my life, I began to change the way I viewed myself. I started to think of this surgery and these visits as a way to sustain my life and to make it healthier than it had been before. I wanted to live and not just for my daughter, but for myself. I wanted to continue striving for the goals that I had set in January before I got the diagnosis. I wanted to live a productive, prosperous, and purposeful life. So my daughter graduated. I finished my last IV infusions in June. This is when I met a group of people that would help me persevere to the next level. I started attending these meetings that taught me how to build my speaking business and taught me how to make money in the process. I would listen, ask questions, and soak it all in. I stopped thinking about how tough life had been and started thinking about how great life can be. I learned so much in this one month about technology and networking with like-minded people. This is when my dreams began to manifest. During a meeting, they explained how to set up a podcast. This was one of my goals of my vision board from January. I had the vision and dream to start a weekly podcast that would shed light on what people have been going through in their lives and how they overcame. It was a vision that one of my students gave me during my trials and tribulations earlier that school year. I decided to stop procrastinating and begin my podcast. My first one aired in the beginning of July. 
July 18th, the new scheduled date for surgery was down in the calendar and I was ready. A full abdominal hysterectomy where they would remove all of my female organs, preventing me from bearing children or monthly pain. I had just gotten the momentum going in my podcast. I had multiple guests scheduled before entering the hospital. I entered on a Monday morning and was supposed to be released on the Tuesday. I thought I would be home in time for my first keynote speech, but I wasn't released and ended up doing my first keynote with this organization from a hospital bed. Talk about perseverance. I did not want to miss the opportunity to speak since this was another one of my goals that I had put on my vision board in January. I presented my keynote with the fortitude and the grace. The title was Pressing Through the Pain, and I pressed through. I had IVs hooked to me and oxygen tube and pain medicine flowing through me. I will never forget that moment that I persevered to achieve my goals. Doctors ordered no walking, no driving, no lifting, no long trips for six weeks at least because I could rupture my sutures and cause internal bleeding. But what they didn't know, I had a daughter going away to college in three weeks following surgery. I could not miss this for the world. Her college was five states away. I had to help her move into her dorm and get situated. In my heart, she could not do it without me. And I refused to let her go without me. Decision time again, how to get there, how to get her there, how to move her in. I couldn't do it by myself. So we decided to fly to Atlanta. Originally, we were going to drive up there and load a truck and unload and move her in. That didn't happen. We flew to Atlanta and shipped all of her items separately. And of course, this equaled more money. The trip had to be approved by my doctors and I had to be extremely careful. So I got her moved in with the help of a friend and made her transition a lot smoother. You know what I did? I persevered through the obstacles that I faced, whether in my health, my wealth, or with my family, I did not give up. I refused to quit in the face of adversity. And then when September rolled around, I went back to teaching and I felt a sense of there was more out there for me. I decided to register for more speaking opportunities. I auditioned to be a speaker for the Success Fest, a conference with hundreds of motivational speakers. I was invited to speak and this begun my next phase of reaching my goals. I was a lot deeper in unfamiliar territory just like in that pool. But I began, to gain, I began to gain more knowledge and courage of speaking. I enlarged my social media platform and started posting daily inspirational messages to encourage others to follow their dreams. I started my YouTube channel. I utilized it more than what I ever done. When I did this, my subscribers started to grow. My reach started to expand. And again, achieving another goal that was on my vision board that January. But the best month of the year was upon us, October. Of course, this was the month I was born. So I wanted October to be special. 
Unfortunately, I had a follow-up doctor's appointment to review my progress from surgery. Was my blood holding? Had the iron injections worked? Was everything from surgery going back as needed? The lab results showed my iron was still low. My numbers were off. I was devastated. I did not expect to hear this. Everything had started going back good. I expected everything to be okay, but no. They asked if I wanted the injections again or pills to bring up my numbers. I settled for the pills. I was tired of seeing needles every time I had labs done. They had to draw blood requiring to be stuck. I was tired of going in and out of doctor's offices. I had persevered this entire year. My daughter was off at college. My career was taking flight and I had succeeded in achieving my goals for that year. I had overcame so many obstacles already. My best month had me questioning my next moves. I wanted to quit. I wanted to throw in the towel. But November rolled around and it reminds me of how thankful I needed to be just to be alive. Living and moving with no pain for the past few months. After all, I had been through. How could I give up now? Giving up was not an option. Pressing forward was the only option. Pressing toward the mark of a higher calling. I was called to go higher in my life. I was still in the daily meeting classes and one day my mentor was teaching us about how to get our names out there more, how to add more visibility to our brand. And I asked the question, he said, get it out there by promoting your book. And I said, but what if you don't have a book? He answered me and said, well, write one. Simple as that, write one. He made it seem so easy. And when he said it, then he gave me the blueprint for how to get it done. There it was. My next goal in life was to write a book. It was always a desire of mine, and I knew it was part of my purpose in life. I filled an extra time between games and school and meetings and church, and I filled it with writing. I was researching. I was determined to achieve this goal no matter what obstacles I faced. I had the know-how all along, but just didn't know how to get it done. Sometimes all we need is a little push in the right direction to achieve the visions, dreams, and goals that we have in our lives. Perseverance is such a very powerful part of our life. I have learned to keep going even when I wanna quit. I have to remember everything I do is bigger than me. My goals have to be bigger than my temporary emotions. I have to keep pushing because I know when I do, greater is on the other side of that push. So remember, the power of persevering through situations that seem uncertain, that seem challenging, and that seem tough. Anything worth having is worth working for. Sometimes, when you get what you want easily, you don't appreciate it as much. On the other hand, when you have to fight through those battles and you win, it feels a lot sweeter. That doesn't mean you're gonna always have to fight. 
When I did my first podcast interview, I felt on top of the world. I had pushed through the self-doubt and my self-sabotage to finally do what I said I wanted to do. When I finished writing this book, I persevered and I felt the sense of accomplishment. When I did my first keynote speech, that was another persevering moment that shows the power of perseverance.